heed what the Lord is telling us to do, what God is speaking to us. Because God's speaking to us, isn't it? Amen. Thank God. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Praise God. Isn't God good? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, tonight, we... we Thank the Lord. Oh. <laughs> See how good God is to us? Thank you, my brother. Thank you, sister. Amen. All right, tonight, we, we have some food for thought. It's Daniel chapter 4, verse 5. And this is not from the King James, but as I saw a dream. Hold on, let's see. Uh, Just a minute. Yeah, that's it. I saw a dream, and it made me fearful. And these fantasies as I lay on my bed and the visions in my mind kept alarming me. All right. Nebuchadnezzar awoke, drenched. No doubt he was sweating. He probably was. His heart pondered, fear flooded his mind as he tried to comprehend the meaning of his dream. The king called Daniel to explain what the, the massive, tree, massive tree symbolized and why an angel chopped it down. As Daniel interpreted the king had a knowing sense that the dream was about him. Nebuchadnezzar remembered that God had, God had given him several chances to acknowledge Yahweh as the true king. Instead, Nebuchadnezzar took credit for his great empire and was enthralled with his own dominion. The time had come. Therefore, the, for, for the Lord to humble the Babylonian king and to remind him who was really in charge. God made Nebuchadnezzar live. Oh, wait, that's the wrong way. Made him live as a, as a beast for seven years until he knelt before the true sovereign king. Throughout our lives, God gives us opportunities to acknowledge his sovereignty and to trust him. When we reject him, he allows the consequences to get our attention and produce humility within us. God knows how, doesn't he? Amen. He knows how. Absolutely. Amen. So, we, you know, we want to really serve God out of a pure heart. Amen. All right. Now, tonight we're going back to... Uh, Psalm 139, verses 7 and 8. Psalm 139, verses 7 and 8. That's what we're going to look at. Uh, that's what we've been reading for that. All right. Uh, verses 7 and 8. Whether shall, whether shall I go from thy spirit, or whether shall I flee from thy presence? If I sin up, if I, uh, if I sin up into heaven, thou art there. 
If I make my bed in hell, behold thou art there. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your love and your mercy, your grace, your faithfulness, your peace, your joy, Lord. Thank you for salvation. Lord, we're living in the end time. You're coming soon, Lord. So help us to gird up the lines of our minds and to be sober and to do your will, to obey your voice, to keep our minds stayed upon you, that you keep us in perfect peace. Move by thy spirit tonight. Have your way in us, Lord. Oh, God, cleanse us through the washing of the water by the word. And, Lord God, speak through these lips of clay, Lord. Let me speak truth, Lord God, and only truth in Jesus' name. For the glory of God, amen. Now, we've been talking about some of the attributes of God, qualities of God, attributes, qualities. And, and we, we, we talked about, um, we talked about, we said that God is, uh, what, Omnipresent, which everywhere at the same time, right? He's omniscient. He knows all things. He's omnipotent, which means he's all-powerful. Now, tonight we're going to look at God is transcendent. God is transcendent. Now, transcendent does not entail, however, that God is incapable of living among his people as their God. Let's look at two verses of scripture. Leviticus 26, 11 and 12. Leviticus 26, 11 and 12. Amen. Uh, can I get someone to read that for me? Amen. Got to live among his people. Now, now, 2 Corinthians 6.16. 6, Let's look at this verse. God is with his people and God is in his people, isn't it? Amen. Amen. 2 Corinthians 6.16. 6, <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh huh. We are the temple of the living God. Even as God said, I will dwell in with and among them, and will walk in and will and with and among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Amen. It's talking about us today. Amen. We're His temples. He lived within us, doesn't it? We're the temples of the Holy Ghost. Spirit of God dwell in us. Hallelujah. And God wants us to to be yielded vessels to Him. Now, transcendent. Let's take a look at this. Transcendent. Transcendence, which means he exists outside of the universe, beyond the scope of space, time, and the laws of physics. He is immensely greater and more powerful than all of the mass and matter of the universe combined. Yet, yet, God is also imminent, which means he relates intimately and personally with each and every person. And I don't mean that person is saved now. But now, how, how, does God, how does God relate intimate with the sinners? God's angry with the wicked every day, isn't he? But where he, where he 
relate to them as his sun and his moon. He, he, let that, he let the sun shine upon him. Right. God is good to the wicked people, isn't he? He's good. He's good. He wants them to be saved. Not only the innocent perish, but all should come to repentance. But God is good to the ungodly, isn't it? His, 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 his sun and rain shine upon the just as well as the unjust. Isn't that right? So that's how God relates to, to all the people. Giving them a chance to be saved. Isn't that right? God, God, he's not one of the innocent person, but all come to repentance. God wants everybody to repent and get right. But everybody's not going to do it. It's, it's a sad situation. It's a sad situation that people reject God. Isn't that right? Jesus came down here and walked upon this earth. And, and he did the will of his father. And, and Pastor Venom really preached a great message this morning, talking about Jesus and the, the sufferings of Jesus. We, we, we need to realize this, how he suffered for us. Why did he suffer? So because he loved us. Isn't that right? He really loved us. Thank God. He could, it, nails didn't hold him to the tree. But love. Love held Jesus to that tree, to that cross. He suffered and bled and died. And his visage, as Pastor Bunneman said, his visage was marred more than any man at his face. You know, just beat, they beat him. You know, they beat him to a pulp, but they, not one bone was broken. Isn't that something? Not one bone was broken. And, and, and they, hit, they buffeted him, hit him with, with, his, with their fists. But God was right there, took care of him. Now, Jesus cried out, you know, uh, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Because, hallelujah. See, God can't look upon sin. See, Jesus, Jesus took the sins of, of, of the whole world upon him. Isn't that right? The whole world, the sins of the whole world was upon Jesus. For us, for you and me. We were sinful. We were the ones that should have been dying. But because he loved us, he took our place, a substitutionary death. He took our place on the cross. That's the reason why everybody have a chance to be saved. Nobody going to have an excuse. Isn't that right? When you hear the word of God, you, you, you accept it or you reject it. Amen. We have a choice. We have a choice, thank God. And I thank God that, that we have chosen to obey God, to believe God, to accept him as our Savior, and to live for him every day. Every day. Christians. Christians should pray. And let me say something about prayer here. Christians should really pray. Perhaps the, the, the single most overlooked discipline in the Christian life and among the most difficult is consistent prayer. Is prayer difficult? Yeah. Prayer is difficult. Is it? Yeah, it is. I mean, when you get down to pray, when you start praying, Satan do everything he can to, to stop you, to hinder you from praying, doesn't he? Because, hallelujah. Jesus said, Pray. Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. Pray that you enter not into temptation. Remember when, when, when the, the Jesus was in the garden? 
He was in the garden. He, he told them to watch. They were supposed to stay there and watch and pray and, 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 and watch for him. But they all fell asleep. The flesh is weak. Did they, did they want to fall asleep? No, they didn't want to. But the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing. Our spirit is willing and want to do God's will. But that means we have to do what? Jesus, Jesus made it plain, didn't it? If any man be my disciple, let him what? Got to deny yourself and take up your cross. You got a cross. We got a cross. And to bear the cross means suffering. Isn't that right? All that live godly in Christ Jesus shall what? Suffer persecution. If you're living for the Lord, you're going to suffer some things. Isn't that right? You can't be buddy-buddy with the world. Chummy, you can't. No, you can't be. Amen. If you take a stand for truth, Satan's is against you. And, and he's going to bring, and, and, and you know, Jesus said a man's, foe should be in, a man's foe should be in his own household. Isn't that right? I mean, that's right. Uh, you, your family, lots of times, they, oh, they give you a fit. They will, they give you a fit. But we have to continue to love them and pray for them and, and put them in their place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, that's what I'm saying, don't you? We can't just let them make, make a doormat out of us. We have to take a stand for the truth. Live a holy life. Hallelujah. God's calling for holiness. Amen. And we're talking about a great God tonight. He's great. So prayer. I'm talking about prayer here. A Christian a Christian life. It should be consistent prayer, prevailing prayer, ongoing, unceasing prayer. We need, we need to cultivate a mindset of prayer which should include a sustained running conversation with the Lord throughout the day. How many of y'all believe that? Shouldn't we? Throughout the day, we, we should be talking to the Lord, praising the Lord, honoring him. We should be. Amen? Amen? If we really want to please him, if we really want to be uh, Christians, I'm talking about sons of God without rebuke. Sons and daughters of God without rebuke. Amen. If we really want to please God, we're going to have to pray in these last days. Amen. Not only pray, we need to do some fasting. Don't we? Amen. Push the plate back. Amen. Amen. It takes God to help us, don't it? Because there's so much food. All at, at about almost where you look, there's food here, food there, you know, restaurants on almost pretty much every corner. But we can, we can, if we deny ourselves, we can, we can push that plate back, can't we? We can do it. Amen. With the help of the Lord, we can do it. Because I'm going to fast a day. Amen. Can we do it? Yes, with the help of the Lord, we can do it. Not in and of ourselves. And we don't, hallelujah, we do this, Lord God, to, to, to bring the flesh in subjection to the Spirit. Yes. Isn't that right? Yes. Hallelujah. Got to buy, amen. <laughs> Not buffet, huh, buffet? <laughs> amen. That's a buffet, our body. I suppose I buffet my body and bring it into subjection. Amen. That's what we have to do. To please God. Yes, sir. We, we serve an awesome God, a mighty God. Yes, we do, brother. Hallelujah. And we need to praise him Amen. and honor and magnify 
and bless his name. We really do. Amen. And, and I want to read something here. Talking about our mighty God. Psalms 148. I want, let's read that. Psalm 148. We're we talking about our, our awesome God. He controls everything. Doesn't it? You better believe he does. You know, some, some of the eggheads, <laughs> they say the Lord, that God made earth and all, everything and just let it run on its own. Ain't no way it could run on its own. Isn't that right? Now, God is in control. He's in complete control of everything. Hallelujah. He really is. Psalms 148. Let, let's see what it says here. Talking about our great God. All right. Uh, we're going to begin at verse 1. <laughs> Amen. Psalm 148, begin at verse 1. So let's talk about, we're talking about our God. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. Who have a God like our God? Nobody. Nobody. It's only one true God, isn't that right? Only one true God. There are many idol gods, many false gods, but it's only one true God. One true God. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him. All His angels. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His hosts. All His hosts. All these things, God tells Him to praise Him because He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Yes, he is, saints of God. He's worthy. And, and as we live, we're living in the end time, we're living in the last days, let's praise him the more. Amen. One scripture says, seven times a day will I praise thee. Amen. That's all right, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's read. Praise him, sun and moon. Huh? Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, sun and moon. How does the sun and moon praise him? By doing what God put him out there to do. And God made two great lights, didn't he? The sun to rule by day and the moon to rule by night. Are they doing it? Yes, they are. They're ruling. They're doing what God told them to do. In the morning, I don't know what time, the sun's coming up in the morning unless God come before it. You know, if the Lord come take us out of here, you know, uh, that'd be something different. But if the Lord tarry, the sun's going to rise in the morning at a certain time. I don't know what time. Huh? Hey, hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> Glory be to God. See, we, look at this weather, man. <laughs> Meteorologists. I Meteorologists. <laughs> 622. The sun will rise in the morning. If God tarry. Praise God. And when that sun come up, thank God, it's going to be light. Isn't that right? Because God made that sun to bring, to give forth light upon this earth for the people. Not, see, not only for us, but for the ungodly too. And some of them are just so ungodly. And God's angry with the wicked every day, but, but he's reaching out to them. By, he's reaching out to them, isn't that right? Then repent. Hallelujah. We got a faithful God. Read on. Praise him all you stars. And see, God, the Lord made all those stars out there. You know what? We live out around here in Tampa now. We can't hardly see many stars, can we? But you go out to a dark place, you can see stars, 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 can't you? And, and Brother Michael was saying someplace he went, where did you say you went? 
Maggie Valley. Where's Maggie Valley? All right, North Carolina. I like North Carolina. I've been there. I've been to I've been to uh, uh, Raleigh, Durham. Uh. <laughs> oh, Lord! <laughs> it's a more place I've been in, in, in Carolina. Uh, it's, but God is so good. And and I did some preaching in. Uh, let's see. One Chapel Hill. It was a clo- place close to Chapel Hill. I did some preaching. That's where I got that college up at, right? Amen. So, but Carolina is, is, is a good place. And we got, we, we got some friends living in North Carolina. My sweetheart, I love, she went to, she, I didn't go, but she went to, uh, what part of Carolina? Well, she don't remember exactly. It, it, it's, not a, it's not a real love. Uh, Oh, is that right? Off oh, Mafrata. I don't know what where that is in Carolina, but it's somewhere up there. We got some friends. We talked to them not long ago, and uh, they're trying to sell a house. Pray that God bless them to sell their house. Amen. Real good friends of ours. They 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 came down here. It's been a while now, and my sweetheart went up there. I didn't get to go. I mean, she get to take vacation sometimes. I don't get to go. <laughs> Amen. But she deserves them, I'm telling you. She, she, the vacation she gets, she deserves it. Amen. Amen. God is good. God is good. Amen. So the Lord, he put all those stores in place out there for lights. Amen. And he called them all by name. God know every one of them by name. We talking about God, our mighty God, Amen. the true and living God. Amen. Our Savior. Read. Praise him, you highest heavens. And you waters above the heavens. You waters above the heavens. There's waters above the heavens. Praise him. Did God send? Praise him, all right? Let them praise the name of the Lord. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For he commanded and they were created. He commanded and they were created. God's in control of it, isn't he? Amen. He made all of these things. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll read. He also established them forever and ever. He established them forever and ever. He made a decree which shall not pass away. Isn't God good? Amen. He fixed their bounds which cannot be passed over. Hallelujah. Gotta, they, they can only go so far. It's only for us God let them. They can, they, amen. amen. Isn't that right? Yes. We're talk, we talking about God. We're talking about a, a, a Savior. Yes. And, and, and where, where is God? Where is God? Heaven, Heaven is a throne, isn't it? Hey, there you go, brother. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Praise God. He's everywhere. Amen. <laughs> At the same time, the president. <laughs> Amen. God is so good. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise. Come on. He's good. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of our praise. Thank God. Amen. Thank God. He's faithful. Read, my brother. Praise the Lord from the earth. Praise the Lord from earth. Now, now you know the Bible say. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Isn't that something? Everything that have breath, God has said, praise him. Why? Because he's worthy. Amen. God, I tell you, as Pastor Venable talked about our heavenly home, boy, I tell you, it, it's our heavenly home. It, it's it's, a, it's a, a place of joy and peace. Isn't that right? We'll, we'll never, never cry 
God's going to wipe away all tears from my eyes. No more sickness, no more death, no more pain. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we've got loved ones that have gone on, haven't we? That we're going to join with them, meet them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have hope tonight. Because we have God. Without, but the Bible speaks of how some, they in this world without God and without hope. They don't have hope and they, and they don't have God and they don't have no hope. you got to have God in order to have hope. Isn't that right? People that don't have God, they don't have no hope. They don't, no hope. I mean, they're lost. And it's a sad thing to think about somebody being lost eternally, but that's it. I mean, they, if they reject the Lord, it's, it's, it's all it is to it. It's a lot of light. Well, God is lightening him and there is no darkness at all. Amen. And, and a lot of the, the ministers today have turned aside. They've gone, they've gone astray from, from, the, from the truth. I'm talking about from, from the, the whole counsel of God. Some of them got great congregations, isn't that right? And, and, and won't preach against sin. So sad, so sad. Definitely going to answer for it. I'd hate to be in a lot of them shoes. I'd hate to be in, in some of them shoes. Amen. I know one time I was in, I think it was Carolina. I was in, yeah, I was in Carolina. And, and this young preacher, I went to church this Sunday, and, and uh, he got up preaching about communion. And he was saying, everybody can take communion. And that's what he was saying. Everybody can take communion. And, and, he, and he, tried, he took that scripture, how does it go? Uh, uh, see, how did, how did he put it? But, but he twisted it. He tw- he's a young fellow. Had, had a lot of young people there, too. Twisted it. It's a shame. It's a shame that he twisted the scripture. And, and, and anybody can go up and take it. But it's, no, that, this is nothing to play with. Isn't that right? Communion. Communion is nothing to play with. Amen. So we, we need to make sure. That's the reason why this morning the pastor gave us a chance to, to repent. I, I, usually, I repent every day. I do. I, I repent every day. Sins of omission and commission, you know, I, I repent every day. And I, I know I need to. And, and, of course, you know, I heard this preacher preach, you know, not long ago, and he, he, he was preaching that, how that uh, he had a friend that, that had backslid, turned away from God, and said he went and, 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 he, and he got him and brought him back. to And, and this preacher pressed to the pretty good-sized church. And he brought him back to his church, you know, and, and, and uh, didn't say nothing about repentance, but told him to preach, you know. So he finally preached, and, but he said, <laughs> this preacher told him, said, no, like he hadn't repented. He said, it's without repentance. You don't have to repent. You've got to preach anyway. You think God, that doesn't please God. It doesn't please God. If you, if you sin, you repent. Amen. Ask God for forgiveness. Turn from sin. Turn to God. Repentance is about faith. It's turning from sin, turning to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Amen. You cannot be right without it. Amen. Jesus said in what? Matthew 13, 3, I believe it is. Get that. I want to read that. Matthew 13, chapter. Let's just look at a little bit of repentance here. Matthew chapter 13. Uh, begin at verse 1. Begin at verse 1. I haven't read that scripture in a long time, but that's what you think. All right, read it, my brother. That same day Jesus went out of the house and was 
He got into a boat and remained sitting there, all right? While all the throng stood on the shore. Uh huh. And he told them many things and parable stories by way of illustration and comparison, saying, A sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell by the roadside, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground. Stop a minute, stop a minute. What does the third verse say? And he told them many things and parables. No, it's not what I want. Are you in Matthew 13? Yes, sir. Oh, well, I thought sure I knew that better. Now, this is what I want. That's not the verse I want. I'm looking for the verse where uh, they came and told Jesus about this tower fell on some people, you know. And, 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 and Jesus said, uh, you think they were sinners above all the rest? And say, except you repent, you should all likewise perish. I thought that was 13.3, but I, uh, look that, get that for me, please, if you will. Oh, it's Luke 13.3. All right, so get, uh, thank you. Hallelujah, it's been a long time. All right, verse, Matt, Luke 13, begin at verse 1. Listen at this here, will you please? Tell my repentance. All right. Just at that time, there arrived some people who informed Jesus about a Galilean whose blood Pilate had mixed with his sacrifice. Stop, stop. They were telling Jesus about some Galileans Pilate had mixed their blood with sacrifices, all right? All right. And he replied. And by, Jesus replied. By saying to them, do you think that these Galileans were greater sinners than all the other Galileans? He asked him a question. He asked him a question. Do you think that these Galileans were greater than, than what? Greater than. Because they have suffered in this Because way? they suffered in this way. You think they were greater than the other Galileans? What did Jesus say? I tell you no. I tell you no. But unless you repent. Unless you repent. Amen. Amen. And Amplified really gets it down, doesn't it? <laughs> Hallelujah. That Amplified gets it right, right, right down with it. Like where the rubber meet the road. Hallelujah. Read that again, what, you talk, what Jesus said about. I tell you, no. I tell you, no. But unless you repent. Unless you repent, unless you turn from your sin, turn, turn to God, turn right, get right. Uh, Change your mind for the better. Change your mind for the better. And hardly amend your ways. With abhorrence of your past sins. With what? Abhorrence with your past sins. With abhorrence of, yeah, all right, abhorrence, yeah. You will all likewise perish. Shall all likewise perish? Huh? My, my, my. It, it, isn't that making it plain? Don't get no plainer than that. Amen. It don't get no plainer than that. It don't get no plainer than that. But the pretty boys don't say that. No. No, no, they won't. No, they won't. I thank God. For his mercy. Amen, Thank God for his grace. You know, for, for the grace of God that brings salvation, what? Hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live what? Soberly. Righteously. For it. Right in this present world. This is what God's come. Right in this present world. Soberly. Righteously. And God in this present world. That's what God's calling for. Holiness. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the law. Hebrews 12, 14. God have a standard for his people. And that standard is holiness. Isn't that right? 
And Peter said, be ye holy. For it's written, be ye holy, for I am holy. God said, be holy, for he's holy. Amen. Hallelujah. God's calling for his people to stand for what's right in these last days. He really, he really is. He really is. Hallelujah. Because it's so many false teachers. Amen. And Paul talked about how they would have itching ears. And turn their ears away from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. And we got it. It's here. It, it's here now. Amen. Instead of them turning to, to God and seeking God and obeying God, they turn away from God. And when you turn away from God, you're lost. Isn't that right? Eternally lost. And it's, 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 something that it's, it's a hard thing to think about, but it's true. We believe the Lord. Don't we believe what Jesus said. Don't we believe him? Yes, sir. Amen. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor, and I have a laid in what? And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, take my yoke upon you, and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly and hard, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen? His burden is light. If we yield to him, obey him, do his will. But we've got to do his will if we're going to please him. And we live in, thank God, at the end. At the end, amen, he's coming after a church of people that's read him. All right, read some more in Psalms. Back over in Psalms 148. God is calling for praises. We need to praise God. We need to praise him. Amen. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noonday. Praise him when the sun go down. Praise him. Praise him. Praise What does it say? Praise him, your highest heaven, and the waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord. He commanded they were created. He, also established, them and ever. he established them forever and ever. He made a decree which shall not pass away. Hallelujah. He fixed the bounds. It can only go so far because that's what God said. All right. Praise the Lord from the earth. We on earth, isn't that right? Amen. Let's praise. Let's give him praise and honor and, and magnify his name. And hallelujah. Majesty to his name. Read. You see monsters in all deeps. See monsters in all deeps. You lightning, hell, fog, and frost. My, my, my. God, God didn't leave out nothing, did he? <laughs> he didn't leave out nothing. All right, read. You stormy wind fulfilling his orders. Stormy winds, fulfilling his orders. The wind, you know, Jesus told Nicodemus, the wind blow where it listens. And you hear it the sound of, you can't tell once it's coming or whether it's going, but, but so is that one that's born in the spirit. We can hear the wind and we can see the effects of it, can't we? And tornadoes just sound like a train, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I heard, I know one time years ago, I was, I was standing in Gainesville, it's been a lot of years ago, was kneeling down praying one morning, and I heard this, ooh, 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 like a train. And, and there was a tornado, and later on, it, it, it uh, passed over where we was and went on down further and, just, you know, tore some things up. But God just had mercy. And on my knees praying, maybe that's the reason why God sustained us. But he did sustain us. But it, it sounded just like a train. Amen? I guess it must have been blowing mighty hard for it to sound that, like that. God is good. God is good. And you, you know, sometimes, you know, you wonder uh, about God's good. It's in mercy. You know, I know I'm not worthy of all this 
goodness and mercy. It's just God. It's just the grace of God. No, it's just the grace of God, I'm telling you. That's a great, and I, and I thank God. I heard Sister Venable saying recently how God's been good to her. I know what she means. I know exactly what she means. I was talking to my sweetheart about that. I know exactly what she's talking about because God's been so, so, so good to me. I don't want to fail the Lord. God, I want to stand up for, for what's right, live holy each day, and be a witness, a true witness for God. Hallelujah. That's what God's calling for in these last, all right, read on. Mountain and hills, fruitful trees and all seeds. Beasts and all cattle. Beasts and all cattle. Creeping things and flying birds. My, my, my. He's not leaving creeping things and flying birds. He's not leaving out nothing. All right. Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers and judges of the earth. Uh-huh. Kings of the earth and all people, rulers and judges of the earth. Both young men and maidens, old men and children. Everybody is what it's saying. Everybody. His name is My God, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Talking about the kings. Look at Proverbs 21, verse 1. Look at that. Hallelujah. 21, verse 1. I feel like I got it right this time, brother. Proverbs 21, verse 1. What does it say? (laughs) The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. And there's a lot of courses. He turns it whichever way he will. He turns it whichever way he will. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. Uh-huh. Isn't that right? Every man, every, what, every way of a man, what, what? Every way of man. Every way of man. Is right in his own eyes. Right, that's right. See, when it comes to, uh, uh, lots of times we, we can see the faults of others, but can't see our own. Isn't that right? Having that big old beam sticking out now and and having a and the brother or sister got a moat and let me pull that moat out and got that big beam sticking out. That's sad. But that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Of course a person that, that loves God and is humble, they'll humble themselves. Isn't that right? Because they love God and, and, and they want to do what's right. And none of us are perfect. I, I've met some people that, that talked about sinless perfection, like they never did sin. They won't make the biggest message, isn't that right? It's a shame. It's a shame, you know, for people to be that deceived. That's deception. God is faithful, saints of God. God is transcendent. That's what we're talking about tonight. He's transcendent. Amen. And, and, and we read uh, what transcendent means because we have a mighty God tonight. And, and he's faithful and true. He's faithful and true. Amen. Hallelujah. He's faithful. One more, one more, and we'll be finished tonight. God is eternal. Let's look at that tonight. God is eternal. He is from everlasting to everlasting. Psalms 90, verses 1 and 2. God is eternal. Thank God. Psalm 90, verses 1 and 2. Uh huh. Been up, yes, sir. In all generations, you've been our dwelling place. Yes, Lord. Before the mountains were brought forth mm. forever, you mm. been formed and given birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting. You are God. 
from everlasting to everlasting, Lord, your God. Amen. Psalm 102, verse 12. God's eternal. He's from everlasting to everlasting. He always was and always will be. Uh-huh. Lord, you're enthroned forever. And the fame of your name endures to all generations. The fame of your name endures to all generations. Amen. All right, Isaiah 57, verse 15. For thus says the high and lofty one. Thus saith the high and lofty one. He who inhabits eternity. He who inhabits eternity, yes. Whose name is holy. Whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy, place, and holy place. But with him also who is of a thoroughly penitent and humble spirit. Listen at this now. Hallelujah. To revive the spirit of the humble. Yes. And to revive the heart of the thoroughly penitent bruised with sorrow. My, my. Amen. God is high and holy, but he, he the, the person that's, that will deny themselves and, and hallelujah, take up the cross, God will help bless them and deliver them and, and save them and then dwell in them. Amen. There was never a time either in the past or future when God did not or will not exist. He is not bound by human time. Second Peter three eight. God's in eternity. Second Peter three eight. One day is as a thousand years with the Lord, and a thousand years as one day. Amen. And it's therefore best described as I am. <laughs> a couple more verses, and I'll be finished. Exodus three fourteen. You know, Pastor Benjamin talked about this morning how how God put Moses in the cleft of a rock. Remember. Amen. All right. And he passed by him. Exodus 3.14. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. God said to Moses, I am who I am, yes. And what I am, and I will be what I will be. And he said, you shall say this to the Israelites, I am, I am, the I am has sent me to you. Amen. I am the I am. Tell them that I am have sent me to you. Amen. Hallelujah. One more verse. John eight fifty eight, Hallelujah. He's above all. He's eternal. He's ever, the everlasting God. John eight fifty eight. Jesus replied, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, before Abraham was born, I am. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus told him, before Abraham was, I am. And, and they, they, they wanted to kill him, didn't they? But the brother, they say, you are not what? What did they say to him? Is it 50 years old? What did they say, 50? I think 50. I'm not yet 50 years old. I'm not yet 50 years old. Have I seen Abraham? That before Abraham was, I am. Isn't that right? Before Abraham was, I am. Amen. He is. And he is. Amen. He is the I am. Because he's, he's eternal. And I thank God for, I thank God for God. 
Thank God for God, being God. All right, let's get, let's see, one more verse, uh, verse 15 of, uh, let's see, verse 15 of uh, Psalm 147, verse 15, read that. He sent forth his commandment to the earth. His word runs very swiftly. His word runs very swiftly. Amen. God get it done, doesn't he? Amen. Better believe he does. He get it done. Thanks to God, my encouragement to you tonight is to be faithful to the Lord. Believe God. Trust God. Obey God. Hallelujah. We know he's coming soon. And each day as we go out, let's be led by the Spirit of the Lord. For the men are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And when God wants us to witness, let's witness. Being led by Him. God will give us what to say, won't He? Amen. And it's, it's going to be in love. If, if somebody really wants to be, see Jesus Himself, look how Jesus uh, talked to the people that, that were sincere and honest, you know. And of course, the Pharisees and Sadducees, He rebuked them. Why did He rebuke them? He wanted them saved. Isn't that right? He didn't just let them run on, you know, although they ran on in their own way, but Jesus wanted them saved even while he spoke to them the truth. He said, I had not come and done among you what no man had done. They had not had sinned. But now, but now I've done this. You don't have no cloak for your sins. Isn't that right? Ain't got no cloak no more. I ain't got because you, because I've come Hallelujah. And done among you what no other man had done. So there's no cloak for your sin. So nobody's going to have an excuse when you stand before the Lord. So saints of God, let's make sure that, that, that we be, be available to the Lord. Let's be available. He wants us to be available where he can use us. Whenever and wherever and however he wants to. May God bless you tonight.